0: Hi, I'm Larry Hubley, and together we shall look together at Jesus, what Jesus has to say in Matthew six nineteen through 34. But first, let's pray. Lord, we ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts will be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me read you Jesus' words from Matthew 6, 19-34. Do not store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will f- be full of light. But if your lives' are, eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you shall wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of so little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Wow. Seems to me there's more than enough here for several sermons. So we're going to have to select a couple of words that Jesus uses and focus upon them. To that end, we treat verses 19 through 24 as kind of setting the stage for what follows in verses 25 to 34. Verse 24 wraps up what Jesus has been saying with this thought, you cannot serve both God and money. And so with this ringing in our ears, we dig deeper as he introduces the first work word of the day worry therefore which is a clear indication of what follows is sort of a continuation of what's just been presented concerning the matter of whether we're going to be loyal to god or to money therefore jesus continues i tell you do not worry about your white life do not worry about your life where is he going Which will it be, loyalty to God, the Creator, or loyalty to things created and made? Jesus continues on to point out the care the birds and the grass receive simply because God made them and cares for them. And he asks, are you not much more valuable than they? More to the point, who are you, by worrying, can... Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? By now, Jesus ought to have every listener's attention, for who of us hasn't faced these or similar situations concerning the most most basic necessities of life? Jesus presses deeper. And why do you worry about clothes? Or whatever it is that concerns you, such as COVID infection or inflammation, or, well, you fill in the blank. Consider, if you will, how God takes care of his creation, whether it be the lilies of the field or the grass of the field. And so, having considered all this, Jesus moves on. So, don't worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Well, it's time for me to introduce a bit of personal testimony at this point. 46 years ago, I was most concerned with what we would eat and drink and wear, as well as where we were going to live and how we were going to pay the bills. You see, as a new believer in Jesus, as the Christ, I had just been called to leave everything to follow God in full-time service to him. It meant leaving a good job with one of the finer employers of that time, leaving behind the home of our dreams, moving away, and returning to school for another three, four years of training. And as for us, we were now a family of six with four young children, and to top it all off, absolutely no savings how is it even possible that we were going to do this? I do not recall the circumstances, but I found myself reading this very passage before us today. A passage that Jesus spoke some 2,000 years ago, and yet it, it spoke directly to my predicament in telling me not to worry. At this point, Enter the second word that we want to look at today, and that word is seek. Now, my loyalty to God and my newfound faith in the Savior was being put to the test. But in my mind, God was being put to the test. I reasoned at the time, since Jesus was maintaining God would provide if I would only trust him, it seemed time for me to find out if he could be trusted. I had spent the previous 13 years employed by two of the finest employers of the time, and I'd done well by them. seemed to me, on such a risky venture as I was being called upon to undertake, I would find out sooner or later, and I might as well do it sooner, how much I could trust God. If this sounds shocking to you, I want you to keep in mind I was a wet-behind-the-ears believer with a lot of experience and a lot of things to learn. But, you know, it's interesting. God doesn't shy away from doubting Thomas's, or, in my case, a doubting Larry. I committed myself to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, all the while trusting that all of these things would be given to me and to mine as well. God was faithful. He did take care of us not only for the next three and a half years, but now ongoing for some 46 years, we did complete the three and a half years of seminary without incurring a penny of debt along the way and without missing a single meal or being unclothed or unhoused. Never. And oh, one more thing. God forbid us to tell anyone of our circumstances that we were dead, broke, poor. We couldn't ask anyone for money or tell them of our circumstances. For us, it was trust and obey time. Only trust Him. Only trust Him. Only trust Him now. I've learned when we step out in faith, that's when God moves but he will often wait for us to commit before he executes his game plan. I didn't know what it meant to seek his kingdom and his righteousness, but all I had to do was be willing to find out, and God would teach me along the way all that I needed to know. And I must add that he's still teaching, and I'm still learning 46 years later. Therefore, Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Another word before we close. We find it in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in jesus christ and then this beautiful doxology in romans 11:33 to 36 oh the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of god how unsearchable his judgments who has known the mind of the lord Who has been his counselor? Who was ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Friends, be at peace. Do not worry. But seek God first. And all these things will be given to you as well. God bless.